Hey babies, have you heard the news? We got our got ourselves a half half a thong. Take off your pants, but please keep on your shoes. We're talking princess diaries and other films till dawn. Exclusive content and it's just for you. So just get in the nude, but please keep on your shoes. The devil wears Prada, but we hope you're wearing Nada when you're listening to the sounds of the half a thong. Except for your shoes. All right. How do we want to structure this? I do think it should be highly structured. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Welcome to the Baby Geniuses Hathathon bonus episode. 2017 Hathathon. Yes. What better way to ring in Chinese New Year? <laughs> the, <laughs> to watch uh wait what year is it is it the year of the, the year of the rooster and truly the rooster. the rooster of actors is <laughs> Anne Hathaway. that is true a try hard yeah. beautiful <laughs> talented yeah uh a, a, a try hard beautiful talented try hard <laughs> <laughs> and achieve hard. <laughs> She's a try hard and a play hard and a work hard. <laughs> you know, we just watched The Princess Diaries. We watched The Princess Diaries. And then also before that, I alone watched The Devil Wears Prada. I'm so sorry you had to watch it alone. Um, I should have been there. I should have called in sick to work. You should have. But you know what? I didn't feel alone because I had... The love of a good movie to keep me company. <laughs> it is good, isn't it? <laughs> it is really good. And I've got to say, there is so much overlap between The Devil Wears Prada and The Princess Diaries. There really is, yeah. Um, and The Intern, in some ways. And The Intern. There, I should draw a Venn diagram of those three movies. Yeah. Because, um, okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> stop the podcast. Work on the Venn <laughs> diagram. The diagram. <laughs> so, okay. The Princess Diaries and Devil Wears Prada both had makeovers. Really important. Um, very important makeovers. The intern did not have any makeovers, and that was its weak point, I think. Um, yeah, did it not? No. Yeah. I guess no one needed a makeover. They all looked really good because it yeah. was a Nancy Myers movie. She was already stylish. Everyone was already perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nancy Myers can't, yeah. can't tolerate having anyone slobby in her movies for one second. <laughs> Um, so, uh, in The Princess Diaries, Anne Hathaway plays a girl who finds out that she's a princess and she's given a makeover by Larry Miller, <laughs> who is pretending to be a, Italian? A, an Italian guy named Paolo. Paolo. Um, and Putinesca. then- <laughs> Paolo Putinesca. <laughs> the last names in this movie were great. They're really good. There's a guy with a last name Putinesca, a guy with a last name Robitussin, and her last name is Thermopolis, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Um, but then in the uh, in the Devil Wears Prada, she gets a makeover from Stanley Tucci, mm-hmm. which um, was great, except in The Devil Wears Prada, they never say the word makeover. And in this movie, they said it very loudly. Yeah. Which I liked. I think I preferred that. I like for a movie to tell me when the makeover montage is about to begin. (laughs) What were her exact words? Are you going to give me a makeover? Yeah. I think think they were. In The Devil Wears Prada, it was a good flip because she was like, I have an idea. And then Stanley Tucci just goes, no. (laughs) And then smash cut to he's giving her the makeover. He just refused to give her. Um, should I also say that I drank some weed soda <laughs> before we started recording? I should say that. How does it feel? 
I feel like I drank some weed soda. Did it improve the movie? You know, it's only hitting me now. (laughs) (laughs) Which is suboptimal. (laughs) I didn't drink weed soda, but I kind of feel like I did. Um, Really? High on Hathaway. (laughs) (laughs) She's so good. She's really good. Okay. Okay. Like. I know that we're all mad at her because of that one time she won that award and she was like, it came true. And it's like, yes, but in context, she's amazing and it was a long time coming and she deserved it. I feel like if you Benjamin Button her movies, which means watching them in reverse order so she gets younger and younger. Yes. You maybe like her more and more. Yeah. This was her first movie, This was her first movie and she is a fucking star. She's great. And let me tell you some some Hollywood insight information that I heard about Anne Hathaway, which is that someone who worked on a show I worked on used to work on, I think, the first TV show she worked on. And they said that like even from from a very young age, she was like, I'm going to win an Oscar. This is just a step on the way to winning an Oscar. She was like very driven, very professional. And it's like... So when she said it came true, that's what it was. She was talking about. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell in this movie that she's very much like, I am fucking nailing this right now, killing it. Yeah, and she is. She is. Eyebrows are great. Yeah. Before they do the makeover, both before and after. Before, especially before. (laughs) You made the comment that before the makeover, she looks like an American Apparel model. Yeah, she's very on trend. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. This this movie does a lot of things where it shows us a woman, and we're supposed to think the woman is really ugly, but they're just like they look stunning. Oh yeah, they're the evil people in the movie are this Baron and Baroness. Yeah, and she looks like Angelica Houston. Yeah, she's got like a cool, intense look. Yeah. And they're the people who are going to take over Genovia if Anne Hathaway decides she doesn't want to be a princess. And the thing, the way we know this is because he whispers to his <laughs> wife, one day we will own Genovia again and your face will be on postage stamps. <laughs> and it was like an, an ADR line as people are sitting down to dinner. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, one question I asked um, probably too far into this movie is, is Genovia a real country? Because I couldn't remember. And it definitely sounds like a real country, but that it's is not. Like, uh, I was pretty sure it wasn't, but I just wanted to check. That's something I probably should have discreetly Googled before saying out loud to you. So now you'll think I'm dumb. And then I also asked, like, if you put flags on your limo, can you park anywhere? Is that a real law? Or is that something they made up for the movie? Because I actually don't know. I do think you can have diplomatic immunity if you have special license plates. Yes. from For parking spaces. Like um, having a cop car. Yeah. Um, but Genovia is not a real country. No, it's not. Um, that kind of reminds me of how you have a hard time watching Mrs. Doubtfire because you keep forgetting that <laughs> they're the same person. <laughs> I just when he's in that costume, I really disappear into the the fiction of it. He really just seems like an, a really great old nanny. Man, speaking of movies set in San Francisco, yeah, um, it's just the magic of that setting. It is it a really just transports. Me. Yeah, I would say as far as like San Francisco movies go, this was not too heinous in terms of like pretending things about the city that aren't true. Yeah. Although I do not think there is a Genovian consulate there. No. Also, is Genovia a tax haven? <laughs> what does the country... It doesn't seem... Because they speak with British accents, even though it's apparently situated between Spain and France. Yeah. And 
how can you possibly not know? She didn't know that that country existed, did she? What did Genovia, what was their role in World War II? Like what? <laughs> I'm assuming they supplied pears to soldiers. Yeah, that's the one All thing we know about Genovia. Yeah. Is it, there's like a close-up shot of a bunch of pears in a bouquet. And I'm like, why is there a close-up shot out of nowhere? And then it just keeps getting reiterated, reiterated that they have pears there. It's yeah. Like big At thing. the dinner party, the dessert I wrote down was... Um, Cheese and pears? The famous Genovian pear and cheese dessert <laughs> was the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone actually said, I wrote down a bunch of lines that I thought were funny. Um, that was a good one. Uh, one was, uh, there's a part where Julie Andrews actually says, that went well. <laughs> uh, well that went well. That went well. <laughs> um, and then there's a... Oh, Anne Hathaway had a line where she said, most kids ask for a car for their 16th birthday, not a country. Because <laughs> she's mad about being a princess. Um, also, there was a part where... Um, so, Heather Matarazzo plays the best friend. Oh, she's so great. She's so great. Peak Matarazzo, as you mentioned. Yes, yes, peak Matarazzo. And she's got a lot of those like little tiny hair clips in her hair yeah. to do like fake cornrows with. Yeah. Um, and there's like this guy named Jeremiah with dyed red hair who cl- has a crush on her and he does magic and he comes up behind <laughs> her and does the classic magic trick of pulling a coin out from your <laughs> hair, not from behind your ear, from your hair. And she says, nice move, Jeremiah, but the way to a girl's heart is not to treat her like a vending machine. And I just immediately was like, vending machines don't give you money. <laughs> That's not what they do. No. He should have pulled candy out of her hair. Unless you like put money in and then immediately ask for a refund. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. But that would just be such a complicated transaction to pull off. Yeah. Um, what other thoughts did you have about this movie? Um, it was very scooter heavy. Yes, a lot of sco- <laughs> a lot of San Francisco scooter riding uphill and downhill, neither yeah. of which would happen. Yeah, um, scooters are not the preferred method mode of transportation. Both directions, up and de- downhill, are bad. I think uh, I think this is one of my favorite genres of movie, which is like kind of like a you know like a King Ralph type movie. Oh. Well, this was definitely like a lot like King Ralph in many ways, but also just like a movie. It's funny that King Ralph is your go-to example of like <laughs> people find out they're royal or or like yeah. every man every man royal. Is that the first one? King Ralph? Yeah. Um there's got to be others. I mean, there's there's uh there's like the Prince and the Pauper is like a classic kind of yeah. tale and I think I really like that kind of story where like a a regular person becomes fancy. Yeah. <laughs> or a fancy person becomes regular. It's just like, like coming to America. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Trading places. Yes. Love it. Um, Always fun. Even, uh, yeah, Devil Wears Prada, classic. She's like a normo, and then she gets all fancy and fashion. Yeah. She go- undergoes a similar makeover for another, like, stern, fancy old lady. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then her friends are similarly shitty when yes. she changes. In both of those these movies, she gets shit on for having a purse. Yeah. That they're like, ugh, you have a fancy purse? Yeah. And it's a fucking great... And in both of them, she yeah. got it for free. Well, in, in Devil Wears Prada, she gives the purse to a friend. Yeah. She's like, here's a free Marc Jacobs bag. 
And then yeah. her friend makes fun of her. Like, what a fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh, and then this, in Princess Diaries, she has a cute little, like, leather mini backpack. It's great. That her friend gives her shit about. Yeah. And also gives her shit about straightening her hair, and so she puts a hat on. Yeah. Um, I, I did like that at the end, towards the end of this movie, the friend is sort of like, I'm sorry, I was just jealous. And, like, that's nice. Like, it's good yeah. to put into words what was happening there. But, yeah, it's like... It's it's tough when you get rich and pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that is the That's the lesson of the lesson of both of these. <laughs> um the lesson of both of these movies is give up your life that you you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this one's like give up your life and become a princess and in um Devil Wears Prada it's like give up your life as this woman's assistant because she's evil. Yeah. And move to Boston with your boyfriend. Yeah, but her boyfriend sucks. He doesn't really say that much in the movie. Adrian Grenier. Adrian Grenier. It was nice to see. I liked to imagine. He's so pouty. I imagine that it was set in the same universe as Drive Me Crazy, and he was <laughs> the same character, just like grown up and moved to the city. I still haven't seen Drive Me Crazy. Oh my God, I Lisa. Know. I know. You have got to watch it. I know. Um, <laughs> I also, okay, this is just an aside about Devil Wears Prada, but... Um, I noticed something about myself while watching it, which is that anytime in a movie or a TV show, someone starts giving someone instructions that they're not writing down, Mm. I get really stressed out because I can't remember them. I get stressed out about that at work. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean? Like if someone else gets instructions? When I'm giving instructions and someone doesn't grab a pen and paper. See, okay, that makes sense for you to be stressed out about that because you need those things to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm watching a movie where (laughs) I know both of those people aren't real. Yeah. Why am I stressing out about her remembering to get Armani on the phone or whatever? Oh, yes, like her job. When yes. Meryl Streep is telling her, like, I need you to check on the flowers at the blah, 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 and the, do the other blah, blah, blah thing. She and then she's just like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, she doesn't have time to write it down, but I'm watching it thinking, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, I get really, I can't relax. If she was like me, like, she should have, she would have written it down and then immediately just like forgotten to look at the note. And then, <laughs> and then the next day, she would have been like, uh, no, three days later, she'd been like, oh, what did you want me to do? Another thing in The Devil Wears Prada, there's a scene. So she has like her friends outside of work. Or, yeah. And um, it's her boyfriend, Adrian Grenier. Mm-hmm. It's Tracy Toms mm-hmm. and it's Rich Summer from Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a part, there's a great scene where they all go around naming their jobs and complaining about them, mm-hmm. like where they're like, "Well, you're a corporate research analyst." Yeah, but their jobs are all really good. Yeah. One of them's a corporate research analyst. That's the worst one. One of them's a chef, and one of them runs a gallery in yeah. New York. And they're all like, "Well, we're just paying the bills." Yeah, and they give her shit for being an assistant. Yeah, this is before magazine. they start giving her shit. Oh but, yeah, uh, because she hasn't changed yet. That's right. Yeah, they want to keep her down. She yeah. should ditch those friends forever. Um, Agreed. Emily, what what would you say is your favorite Anne Hathaway movie at this point? At this point, The Intern. Oh, wow. But maybe it's a tie between The Intern and The Princess Diaries. The I Princess actually, Diaries, the first one or the sequel? 
You know, I got to rewatch the sequel. I got to watch the sequel because, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't realize there was a sequel. And then I realized <laughs> towards the end of this movie that there must be because they hadn't gone to Genovia yet. And yeah. I had to see Genovia. <laughs> I think that this movie was maybe too heavy on the like, how is she adjusting in high school? And and I wanted to see more like more princess, princess stuff. stuff. Yeah. 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 She barely does any princess stuff. Yeah. There's too much of her like bonding with her grandma. Well, she's wearing <laughs> and she's wearing like her regular clothes. It's like, yeah, I don't want to see her wearing like- the Doc Martens anymore. <laughs> she's already had the makeover. Let's stick to that now and just have her be pretty and wear pretty dresses. I mean, Doc Martens are great, but I don't need to. My favorite thing about your analysis <laughs> is that you're like, who cares about your relationship with your fucking grandma? Be a fucking princess already. <laughs> be a fucking hot, beautiful bitch. That's what I came here to see. Um, okay, can we also talk about so Heather Matarazzo plays her best friend and then a uh, new Schwartzman I didn't know existed plays Heather Matarazzo's br- is brother. Is he a baby Schwartzman or is he No, he must be younger than Jason Schwartzman. I think he is. But the, he's, they're also little. They're, it's like uh, Yeah, they're still 3 he's 3 years older than me. Okay. He was born in 82. Oh. Um a year older than I am. Okay. But he is the lead singer of Rooney now. Um, What's Rooney? A band. Are the is Rooney Mara in it? No, <laughs> but not a bad guess. <laughs> no, it's just like a, a Schwartzman Coppola band. Um, but uh, he, so he plays. I like Jason Schwartzman. I do too. Very charming. I'm unconvinced about Michael Schwartzman. Is that what was it, what his name was? Was it Robert Schwartzman? Oh, it was Robert Schwartzman. Robbie. Yeah, um, he so he played her best friend's brother, and they start dating. And can I just say that if one of my friends in high school started dating my brother, I would be so fucking pissed off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heather Matarazzo doesn't care, and I'm like, um, no, we're not friends anymore. A friend of mine, uh, her, uh, our other friend started dating her brother, and she was pissed. Yeah. She's definitely pissed. I tried so hard to date my brother's friends. <laughs> for so really? Long. Yeah, multiple of them. I was just like, they're the best. I want to date all of them because they're like <laughs> older boys. They're great. Did you did you date any no, of them? No. No. I wonder if your brother told them, stay away from my he sister. He did. He, he did? totally did. And they were like, yeah, I don't think I can date you because your brother would fucking kill me. Oh, man. Um. Yeah. it's for the the best (laughs) yeah I guess so I didn't try to date any of my brother's friends because they were kind of preppy how much older is he? Also, I didn't try to date anyone because I didn't know how to try to date anyone. Oh, I didn't know how either. That's one of the reasons I didn't succeed. Uh. <laughs> My brother was two grades ahead of me. Oh, yeah. Mine was four years older than me. Oh, man. Three yeah. grades. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. When I tried to date, it was just too intense. Guys yeah. don't like that back then. Or now. (laughs) (laughs) I found one who likes it. (laughs) Going to keep him forever. Yeah. Uh, Main (laughs) qualifications, you like this thing that I'm doing. (laughs) Because I'm not going to (laughs) change. Can I also say, I did not realize that Devil Wears Prada was written by Aileen Brosh McKenna, the showrunner of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. What? Oh, the movie was. Yes. Yes. Because the book was written by uh, Jennifer Weiner. Weiner? Oh, really? Uh, She's like a, she writes a lot of chiclet, as they call it, but it's like really good. Both of these movies were based on books. Yeah. And the, I listened to Devil Wears Prada on tape. 
Ooh, the audio book? Yes, a long time ago. And it was read by Rachel Lee Cook. <gasps> oh, yeah. is that kind of a burn to like read the audiobook but not get cast in the movie? That's a good question. Also, what's Rachel Lee Cook up to? What is she up to? You know, I Google her every once in a while. Really? Just to check in on her, but I don't remember what the last results were. Um, the last person I checked in on was, um, uh, who's that actress in Save the Last Dance? Oh, Julia Stiles? Yeah, I was checking up on Julia what's Stiles. What's she up to? Is she still acting? <laughs> Um, Okay, yeah, I've seen her in some stuff She was on Dexter for a while Yeah, that's right Okay, you guys, I'm Googling Rachel Lee Cook What's she up to? Let's see what she's up to Um, Is this great bonus content? Just listening to me? I think so Okay, so she did Ooh (laughs) Is it not good? (laughs) Is that fucked up? That her most recent credit is the voice on a on the video game world of Final Fantasy. Ooh. Um, And then before that, TV movie Autumn in the Vineyard. And before that, TV movie Summer Love. She should be in a Hallmark Christmas movie. I know. Fuck. Um, Well, is she a Republican? That's like a big... That is a good question. Yeah, she's been doing a lot of like TV movies and video game voices and... um, Have you seen Josie and the Pussycats? Oh, I love Josie and the Pussycats. That's a great movie. Also, the band That Dog Mm -hmm. did some of the songs or like the lead singer of That Dog wrote some of the songs for that movie. Oh, yeah. I love the music in that movie too. It's so funny. (sighs) It's really good. Alan Cumming is in it. Alan Cumming. Love him. He just makes everything good. Yeah. Um, Same as Stanley. He's like Stanley fresh. Tucci also makes everything good. Yes. Yeah, Stanley Tucci was great in The Devil Wears Prada. He's so great in it. I want to watch a whole movie about his character in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Devil Wears Prada and The Intern, they're like reverse because Anne Hathaway in The Intern is like the demanding boss who has to slowly warm up to an unconventional employee. That's right. Which is what happens in The Devil Wears Prada. Um, But in The Intern, she turns nice at the end. Yeah. In Devil Wears Prada, she doesn't really change. No. And the, well, in the, yeah, the boss doesn't change. No. You just find out that she's actually evil. Nor should she, because she's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like ruining all everyone's lives. She's not evil. She's just um, a... A great, cold, steely <laughs> businesswoman. I guess so, yes. She's really into self-preservation. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if that, I, I mean, in my gut, it, I was just like, well, Anna Hathaway, would she ever play someone who is truly unlikable? It's a great question. Aside from who she plays in real life. <laughs> I think she cares a lot about being liked. Yeah. Which, you know, that's not unique to her. But... No. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't picture her doing what Meryl Streep did in that movie and just being a, like a stone cold bitch. Maybe if we give her time, I would love to see her play a villain. I think she'd be great at it. Yeah. Who do you think she should play? Like her smile could be so sarcastic. I noticed in both movies, she, when she's delivering like a sad monologue, she smiles. Yeah. To be like, things are so bad. But she could smile while like telling someone she's going to murder them. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Um, I I can't think of like a Disney villain that she should play. She could be like a political villain. Oh. Like a political thriller, you know? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Or like an evil first lady. Yes. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, (laughs) Can we talk about, okay, so 
I guess it was foreshadowing for the band Rooney that this guy was in a band in the movie, The Princess Diaries, The Love Interest. <laughs> oh yeah, his and band. His band is playing in a in a garage where he is like an apprentice mechanic, I guess. Yeah. And uh they cut to his fingers on the keyboard. <laughs> As he's playing keyboard. His and, fun little gimmick that yeah. he, he does. <laughs> and his keyboard is just covered in M&Ms. And he's like playing around the M&Ms and then he picks them up to eat them. His thing is that he loves M&Ms, I guess. This, and he pours them on top of his musical keyboard. And then later she sends him a pizza that says, I'm sorry. And it's it's spelled out in M&Ms. Yes, sorry. that have not melted. Yeah. This movie had a lot of what I would call fun business in it. <laughs> where it's just like, let's give this character a little bit of business. Like what? Like, like what? Uh, there's one point where Anne Hathaway's character is like waiting around in the fancy ballroom. or oh, uh, And then yeah. she's just like, I'm just going to hold my hands up to the hands of this statue and press my hands against yeah. the hands, which is such a fucking weird thing to do. <laughs> Super weird. I would probably That's, do it. Yes, but it's weird. Yeah, but it's and not then, a thing to do. And then like a finger snaps off and she takes the finger and shoves it in the statue's mouth. And then someone notices it later and like thinks it's cheese. And I'm like, that's a fun bit of business. It is a fun bit of business. Yeah. yeah. There's also like some fun set pieces. Like her mom is an artist and there's a part where they're like in her art studio in their house, which is a converted fucking firehouse. Yeah, which... so she's always sliding up and down a pole. It's like <laughs> <laughs> to get from her bedroom to outside. It's to like, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, But they are making some piece of art where they have like water balloons filled with paint and they're throwing darts at them to explode them on a canvas. And her mom said, oh yeah, my parents used to do this in the 60s. It's like, what are you talking about? And then also her mom owns a rock climbing gym. A rock climbing gym, Which yeah. Anne Hathaway works at. Like this movie has so many things like that where if I were writing it, I'd think like, no, 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 this is like a little bit too specific. <laughs> like we got to take some of this out. There's so many specific things in it. Yeah, it's fun. yeah. Um, I appreciated it. There was one scene where she slides down the fire pole <laughs> to breakfast and her grandma's there and she's like, Ugh, forget it. I'm leaving. And then she walks back to the pole. Like that's going to be her way back upstairs. <laughs> like she's just going to shuffle yeah. 30 feet back up a pole. Just shimmy up there. Such an empty threat. <laughs> um, there's a... <laughs> There's a part of this movie where the like limo driver slash security guard for her grandma is yes. teaching her how to dance. Oh yeah. And it's like made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> but also I was like That's if- not the word you used before. The word you used before <laughs> was horny. It's like if I was her, a fifteen year old girl, and this older man was teaching me to dance, I would be so horny. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> um, yeah and then I was like what if this movie was like a love triangle between him the granddaughter and the grandmother that would be sick because he does have like a romance with the grandmother he does yeah as soon as well as soon as she got him warmed up she leaves and then he turns on the grandmother and is like you've been mourning your husband too long yeah dance with me it's so weird it's super weird but I like them together also (laughs) so it's Hector Elizondo with a very clearly dyed beard yes right yes Died. And he's a, an ad for just for men. I liked the psychosexuality that he added to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's wearing like they give her such a hard time about what she's wearing, and almost all of the movie, he's wearing a fucking leather blazer. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, 
Not- was this like <laughs> around the time the Matrix came out? <laughs> yes. Maybe leather. It's like was- a, sh- a leather short coat. Yeah, kind of cyber leather was going through a yeah. thing. Monochromatic. He was wearing like monochrome <laughs> black and then like the only contrast was the leather, black leather sport coat, which is not even. Yeah. Um, there's also a part where they're at a party on a beach and some mean girls, like there's like oh, a helicopter God. and a bunch of photographers show up to like paparazzi her. Yeah. She's getting, she's getting paparazzi to, to death. Like yeah. they're, they're trying to princess die her. Like they're getting all up in her business yeah. every time she leaves the house. That's like a weird thing for that movie to evoke. Yeah. What a fucked up thing that I didn't think about. This came out in 2001. That was so soon after Princess Di died. Yeah, it was. And they're like, yeah. They're scary. They're like really hounding her. And they, there's a part where she's like in a changing station on the beach. And can we also just back up and say, you don't have fucking beach parties in San Francisco. It's fucking cold. Yeah. That's not a thing we do. Um, that was the Take one it from like, a local. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that was. I was like, okay, this is not real, San Francisco. Um, and she's changing into a bathing suit in a changing station, and they rip the tent down, and all the like the mean girl does, yeah. and then all of the paparazzi's just take a bunch of pictures. She's fifteen years old. Yeah, that's illegal. Hell of illegal. She's not an adult yet. Um, yeah, that's gross. Pretty bad. Um, another line I wrote down that I liked. Uh, was someone at her school over the intercom said, will the feng shui club please stop rearranging the tables on the lawn? (laughs) (laughs) Just add in a little joke there. They were like, we just need a transitional joke. I loved it. (laughs) Also, after she got paparazzi'd, the front page of the San Francisco Chronicle, or no, it was before that. Oh, yeah. The front page of the Chronicle was like, (laughs) San Francisco has a princess. (laughs) Front page. It's a national newspaper. <laughs> Girl is princess. That was basically the headline. And they're like, she lives in a converted fire house. <laughs> Her mom was really hot in this movie. Yeah. She was like so hot. Expand so, on that. So cool. Like I want to watch a movie about her mom. She's played by Caroline Goodall. Um, who I always confuse with that actress from The English Patient. Um, yeah, she's great. Emma Thompson? Uh, no. I haven't seen The English Patient. God, it's that other one, but they're all British. They're all basically the same. They're all the um, same. They look exactly alike. Um, but she's like a cool painter and like, yeah, she's just... Yeah, let's talk about her story, which why is the movie not about her? Yeah. She fucked a prince and yeah. got pregnant and had a fucking baby and they were maybe married or maybe not. And then he like left her to go be a prince again. And she decided to move to San Francisco and live in a fucking converted firehouse and, and like, never tell her daughter that she was a princess. Yeah. And just like raise this baby by herself. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then she like gets a date with one of her teachers. And they didn't really show any no. of that happening. What happened there? There's one part where she's like, what's your teacher's name again? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because she... Because Anne Hathaway barfs in debate class. Oh, yeah, my nightmare. <laughs> Which, by the way, I used to barf at debate tournaments all the time. Really? Oh, God. Yeah, I would barf before the the, turn- the rounds, though. Oh. Yeah. And it was weird because I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous, but my stomach was nervous. Oh. It was like a weird like disconnect between yeah. body and mind. I hate it when that happens. I yeah. Mean, every day. <laughs> it happens to you every day? Yeah. I just feel physically nervous. <laughs> oh, but you're not <laughs> mentally nervous? No, mentally I know I'm fine. Oh, that's good. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it, my experience of anxiety is usually like 
having a bad thought about something, getting physically nervous about it. Yeah. Forgetting the thought and then just still feeling the feeling. Yeah. And then you're like, why am I sick? And then, yeah, why am I sick? And then I remember the thought and then I start the cycle all over again. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. That happens a lot. Do you think Anne Hathaway suffers from anxiety? I wonder. She doesn't appear to in this movie. Because she seems like, she seems like on top of shit in a way, but like she also seems uh, self-conscious. Yeah. And like perhaps neurotic. It's hard to say. She pulled off, I will say, I did not expect it to happen, but she pulled off nerdy pretty well. Pulled off what? Nerdy pretty well. Oh, yes. Yeah. I didn't, because she's like in this movie, she's like probably like what, 18 or something? Yeah. And she is like she's a fucking theater nerd. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like in Devil Wears Prada, you're already fucking Anne Hathaway. You know what I mean? It was like harder to buy into. Like her pre-makeover look was much more like, this is a movie's idea of a pre-makeover look. Yeah. Like Princess Diaries, they actually like fucking thickened out her eyebrows. Yeah. Her hair looked nuts. She could have used some fake zits or something. Yeah. I wonder if those are just hard to do. I think they just think it'll look too gross. Oh, I think they're just like, no, she's still, we still need to see her as a protagonist. And if she looks too nerdy, we won't like her enough and yeah. we'll start to root for Mandy Moore instead. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Mandy Moore was evil and they let you know that right away because she's cheerleading just in front of school, not in her cheerleading uniform, just like practicing in front of people before school starts. Yeah. Cheerleaders are always evil. I wonder if zits would be a continuity problem. Oh. Because you shoot scenes, you don't know how the movie's going to cut together. No, but and there's you're like, like people who have like scars and stuff in movies and bruises and. But zits change over time, and if they're like, does she still have the zit for three weeks? Like what? You oh, know what yeah. are we saying? You know what I mean? Like That's true. Unless you have the zit for the whole movie, I guess it's just like I could track them. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, I'm like, who the fuck is writing into movies being like, um, the zit changed <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to. Put it on IMDb <laughs> under trivia. Um, they should have given her like a little cold sore in the corner of her mouth. Oh, yeah. That would have been accurate. See, that would have been a much more interesting conflict is yeah. if she's like, do I let people know I get cold sores? Yeah. God, I had one a week ago. So embarrassing. I don't think you get cold sores. I think you get canker sores. What what's the thing in the corner of your mouth that's like it's not a cold sore if really? it's in the corner of your mouth. Isn't it herpes? It is herpes if it's not. What's the difference wait. between a cold sore and a canker sore? A canker sore is you well, cold sores just don't usually show up in the very corner of your mouth. That's where I've Does always... it hurt? Uh kinda. Does it tingle? Yeah. Really? Does it turn into a blister? Oh, okay. Then I guess it's a cold sore. <laughs> That's where I always got them. Really? Yeah, it sucks because it's like right where you can see it. It's You're sure it's not just like a chapped? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because it's definitely like a blister. So you have the virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've like gotten them since I was a kid. But oh, okay. now I Me know. Too. Now I know how to like make them go away faster, which is just to ignore the fuck out of them and just like. Well, you know what really works? What? Nail polish remover. What? You just put that on there? Put it on a Q-tip. It's so... (gasps) Peter gets mad at me for doing it. Why? Because it's not safe, I'm sure. Why? It's just like a remedy I read on the internet. Because it's like... Because it's acetone. Are there any doctors listening? I forgot we were podcasting. Um. Here's a dirty little secret. Your body can tolerate quite a few toxins. (laughs) You're going to be fine. Um. For the most part. Yeah, it just dries it out. That's great. It's the only thing I've ever tried that's really, really worked. 
I didn't realize you got cold sores. Yeah. How have we never talked about this? I don't know. I don't get them very often these days. So I've when been, I do, I'm just like, oh, come on. I'm 33. I shouldn't get this anymore. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Yeah, I had one recently. Maybe I, oh, you know what? I probably put makeup on it. Hit it. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. I now, never do that. Now I'm better at makeup. Um, I found some pictures of me as a kid where I have cold sores in the pictures where I'm like, fuck, I just had them always yeah, my whole fucking life. I had them so often. <laughs> so do you painful. know how you got them? No. Yeah. I feel. I feel like most people just have herpes and either they it presents itself or it doesn't it might just be latent in a lot of people who don't get cold sores (laughs) i'm so glad we're talking about this yeah it's pretty gross (laughs) a lot of our listeners are gonna write in and be like i get them too yeah has anyone else tried the fucking uh nail polish remover thing i got some witch hazel to do the same thing with for the next one i get because that's probably safer right yeah witch hazel is is totally uh natural right and it like Witches make it. Where witches it come make from? it, so it's fine. <laughs> they put a curse on it, so it doesn't poison you. Is witch hazel a kind of plant? I should. Has anyone ever made an IMDb list of actors who get cold sores? Because there's lists of everything on there. But yeah, how would you know? How would you know? That you could be- probably. I, have you ever seen one on TV or in the movies? No, because they use makeup to cover it up so well. Yeah, I have seen actors up close who have a real bad skin. Yeah, and that's always exciting. Who? Well, it's just like, like yeah. at uh, you know, when they put on so much makeup, you can just see like every bump oh, and yeah. crevice, and like, yeah, a lot of them have real bumpy skin, and you just wouldn't be able to tell in a photograph, and Ooh, that's always fun. That is fun. Yeah, because it's like, oh, they're just like us, except you know, they have way more makeup on. Yeah, and they're really, really skinny and pretty. <laughs> Great bone structure. Okay, in the Devil Wears Prada. Anne Hathaway refers to herself as a size six multiple times. How accurate do we <laughs> okay, think that yeah, is? That part really bugs me. <laughs> I also don't like that then she's like, now I'm a size four. And they cheers. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I thought, aren't we supposed to learn that that's not something to strive to? Yeah. But that was at the height of her being like, you know what? This life is okay. And then she gets disillusioned after yeah. that. But then, yeah, that but, ne- yeah. we never kind of loop back around to that. Also, okay, back to Princess Diaries. <laughs> is it Genovia or Jernovia? Because we only ever we only ever hear Julie Andrews say it. I think it's Genovia, but the way she says it is like Genovia. You are the princess of Genovia. Genovia. I don't know. I think it's Genovia. <laughs> but it just sounds like she's saying Geneva, but she's saying it wrong. Geneva, that's a place, right? Geneva. Geneva. <laughs> Geneva is a place. Geneva. Yeah. That's right. They want us to think about that. I think I went there in, when I used to play that Carmen Sandiego game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce it. I only read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we, okay, can we talk about, so there's a scene in Princess Diaries where they have a fun day out. You remember that part? They have a fun day out in San Francisco. Her and her grandma? Yeah. Oh, I zoned out pretty hard during this. <laughs> you really again, don't give a fuck She was about. wearing the Doc Martens and jeans and I didn't care about it. Yeah. It was like, no, put on a dress. Um, well, okay. They go to the Musée Mécanique, uh, which is like a real like cool San Francisco thing. That did look fun. Um, and she was like, do you have any change? She was <laughs> like, no, I don't have any change. It's not appropriate for royalty to jingle, <laughs> which I thought was a good quote. And also sounds believable. I'm like, I bet that's a thing. <laughs> but I feel like they wear a lot of things that jingle, like yeah. chains and but awards. But to have like, actual money like, yeah. clanging around in your pocket seems very uh, 
It just seems like that wouldn't come up because they would never pay for things themselves. Yeah, you'd want to handle money. It's dirty. Yeah. Um, then they get in a car accident. Yeah, she doesn't know how to drive her new uh, stick shift Mustang. Yeah. And so she rolls down one of those San Francisco hills and hits like a trolley bus. Hits a trolley car. Yeah. Which the people just stay on while they wait for the accident to get cleared up. They don't get off, even though it's basically a bus. Yeah. Um, And then after she basically bribes the the cop and the trolley driver with fake titles... From Genovia. Yeah, she's like, I bestow you with the Genovian uh, title of the rose. And then, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, I guess we can let this one slide. And there's like serious property damage. Yeah. And it's Um, like, wow, privilege. And they just leave the car there. They don't get it towed. They just get in a cab. And in the cab on the way out, she says, goodbye, trolley people. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what happens to me every time I encounter the police. Yeah, they're just like... I just bestow them with like a fake honorary title and then I'm like, good day, and they let me go. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, to say this is a movie about white privilege... Yeah. Is very true. They don't really mention it. They don't don't mention it, but it is about someone literally being privileged to be a princess. I mean, identity identity politics weren't really big in movies in the early 2000s. Um, no, they were not. No. <laughs> well, not the movies that we watched, at least. No, no. Um, Save the Last Dance flirted with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just rewatched it. And then identity <laughs> politics was like, I'm not into you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tried, but it... Oof. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that movie is problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I enjoy it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. It's fun. What would you say is your favorite Anne Hathaway movie? Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada is your favorite one. Yeah. It was really good. I do. Yeah. What I do really you. Like it. I think that's also because I've seen it so many times. Um, yeah. Like, I just like the part where she gets bangs. I just like, it's so exciting. Here's the thing. She had the bangs before already. She just wore them wrong. Yeah. So it's really, she just brushed them in front of her face. It's like, I don't mean to demean the thing that you loved about the movie. No, it's okay. But, like wearing bangs is an art and it's like when she nails it, it's like a whole, it's a turning point in I'm, the film. I'm fucking Picasso right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Can no, I her bangs that look good. The, the other dude who's a love interest in the movie, Simon Baker, is such a weird looking dude. Oh, yeah. Right? He just doesn't really do it for me. Maybe there's an age I'll hit where he does... I mean, Seem handsome, I but... think you're supposed to think he's gross. Really? Because he's not really a love interest. He's just like this creepy fashion dude who keeps hitting on her the whole movie. Yeah. And then when she breaks up with her perfect boyfriend. Well, he's an author. He's like he's like a talented writer. Oh. Yeah, but he's so like sleazy, like hits on her while she has a boyfriend over and over again. Yeah. And you know that they're not gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like his face kind of tips tips it. So maybe it was excellent casting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't do it for me at all. This movie wouldn't have worked without Meryl Streep. Yeah, I don't think it would have. No. She's so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, Anne Hathaway was fine, but she's kind of playing the same role that she plays in The Princess Diaries. Yeah. And in The Princess Diaries, she's a teenager and it makes sense. And in Devil Wears Prada, she's a little bit too old for it, I think. Yeah. Um, There is a part where they're in Paris and there's like a lamppost 
and she swings on it yeah. like in Singing in the Rain and mm-hmm. then he kisses her at the end of it. And yeah. it was just a little bit like, ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little too La La Land for you. It was a little, it was a little bit where she was like, I love Paris. Yeah. That was the thing that she said when she was doing it. Um, I mean, it was a good movie. Yeah. I think I like The Intern better. Yeah, I like The Intern. I've seen it twice. It's good. Yeah. Maybe because it's not a romantic comedy. Yeah. I know. There, there's that weird part where they're the, in the hotel and Robert De Niro's like in bed with her. Oh, that made me very uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's sort of like, what? This is so weird. This yeah. wouldn't happen in real life. No. How does she feel safe with him right now? I, I would, if I was her, if I was her character in that movie, like she feels so comfy with him. She's treating him like he's her grandpa or something. And I'm just like, I would be so worried he would hit on me. <laughs> yeah. It's like she's treating him like he's her grandpa, but because it's a movie, they exist in a world where the movie Dirty Grandpa hadn't, <laughs> hadn't come out. So she didn't know she didn't yeah. know what to look out for. How does she know he's not going to be a dirty grandpa? Yeah, he's the guy from Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> you just can't. You can't, you can't you trust. That? Yeah. It's, but the movie stays innocent. Uh, yes. And nothing happens. He doesn't make a move on her. No. He makes a move on some other lady. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> was it worth it, you guys? Yeah, I think that was a really good half-a-thon. Yeah. What, what other movies do you think we snubbed in this half-a-thon? Because we only watched two. I think we need to watch Princess Diaries, the sequel. Princess Diaries 2. I still haven't seen Les Mis. Oh, me neither. Ugh. You don't want to? Oh, there's that movie where she's like, um, she has Parkinson's. And she's young and, like, uh, she's dating, like, Jake Gyllenhaal or something. What? Yeah, it's called, like, Love and Drugs or something. Oh, Love and Other Drugs. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. I don't like it. Okay, we won't watch that. It's never, yeah. I never want to see it again. (laughs) The less said about it, the better. Um, Yeah, let us know if you have any other... Favorite Hathaway films. Yeah. Or just movies that seem like they are Anne Hathaway films, even though they're not. 13 going on 30. Um, Julie and Julia. That that could have been an Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. Julie and Julia. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 13 going on 30 could have been. Yeah. Um, 27 Dresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Any of the uh, Heche movies. Yeah. Is that her name? Heigl. Heigl, yes. Yeah, we'll watch Catherine that during Heigl Palooza. Oh my God. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> All right. Um, um, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for donating. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Exclusive content, and it's just for you. Hey, babies, have you heard the news? 